Hey, hey, homesteaders, and welcome to the TLC Mini Farm Podcast, where we will discuss all things related to urban homesteading. I am your host, Tawny Fan. So welcome to episode one of our podcast. Let's start off with who we are and what we have planned for this podcast. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit about our homesteading journey and simply because we all start somewhere. Now, homesteading can be defined in many ways and can look different from one homestead to another. To me, the most basic way to think of a homestead is a space where you live in which you incorporate to the degree that you can homegrown, home-raised, and homemade goodies. Being a homesteader to one person might include a vegetable garden, baking sourdough bread, and keeping honeybees while another homestead might include an herb garden with a mini fruit orchard and a few backyard chickens for fresh eggs. Each homestead is unique, and that is one of the reasons why I love to learn from other homesteaders. There is such a wide range of skills in the homesteading community from growing food to food preservation to building structures, baking bread, brewing your own beer, and the list goes on and on. Our urban homestead journey started in 2008 with a tiny garden when we were renting a detached condo that had a very small, mostly hardscaped side yard. I had always been interested in starting a vegetable garden and had talked about it, but had not taken any action in actually doing anything with that idea. It ended up that my husband surprised me for Christmas by planting a few seedlings that he had purchased at the garden center. He planted along a dirt strip next to the wall and in one corner that had a tiny bit of dirt. And that was the beginning of our homesteading journey. I was totally hooked and wanted to learn it all and spent a lot of time reading books and researching online. Now, my first lesson in gardening was that there were cool season and warm season crops. Who knew? I remember thinking those peppers that hubby had just planted aren't going to do so well since it's December. Remember when I said we all start somewhere? And since we had such a tiny amount of dirt for growing, I discovered container gardening, which helped me expand the amount of growing space. And before we knew it, I had containers everywhere. In fact, that was when I discovered one of my favorite containers for gardening. It's called an earth box. It's a self-watering container that I still use to this day, despite the large growing space we have at our current home. I will have more information about the earth boxes in the show notes for this episode on our website for those of you who are interested. Anyways, I was finding a lot of satisfaction in growing food that was free of pesticides or other harmful chemicals. I loved growing food that was a few steps from the back door, and best of all, the food we were growing tasted so good. I never understood what people meant when they talked about the taste of a homegrown tomato until I had a homegrown tomato, and that was a game changer. It made me look at food differently. It made me question the quality and varieties of the fruits and veggies that were sold in our local grocery stores. A few months later, after we started gardening, we were able to buy our first place, and this new home had a small backyard, again, mostly hardscaped. 
So we continued with container gardening, but expanded our gardening to include some small fruit trees, also grown in containers. From there, my interest grew to include how best to enjoy all of these things that we were growing and harvesting, and then we were harvesting more than we could consume. And so we started to share the bounty with family and friends. But this abundance then led me to the next chapter of my homesteading journey, which was learning about food preservation. What is the best way to freeze your extras? Do you blanch or do you not blanch prior to freezing? What items can you dehydrate? I also learned how to make jam, jellies, and even pickles. And I started to learn other homesteading skills such as composting, making beef jerky, and I got really into paper crafting such as scrapbooking and card making. In 2013, we decided it would be fun to get some chickens so that we could have some fresh eggs especially after hearing about the conditions under which laying hens were housed. A few people told us that chickens were quiet, and the crazy thing was is that we totally believed them, and so we ran out, got some cute day-old chicks, and then realized a few weeks later that they were not so quiet after all. You see, we were living in a neighborhood that we paid to two different homeowners associations, which basically meant it's a definite no on having any poultry in the neighborhood. We ended up selling our house. We moved to a slightly smaller home, but it had a much larger lot. And best of all, we had no homeowners association in the new neighborhood, which allowed us to continue on with our dream of having fresh backyard eggs. Now, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to keeping chickens, so we'll definitely have an episode or two really soon about raising chickens. Anyways, our chicken chapter ended up being very short-lived. We had our two hens for a few months. They started laying some fabulous eggs, but one day one of our hens suddenly passed, which left us with just one hen. Up until this point, I had been struggling with being okay with the amount of noise that they were making, so we ended up rehoming our one hen to a friend who already had a flock, and that was the end of our chicken chapter. So basically, we moved to have chickens and ended up only having them for a few months. But that's really okay because at the end of it all, it's part of our homesteading journey and we did learn a lot. The upside of the move was that our new and now current home was on a larger lot, which meant we had so much more growing space. We shifted from container gardening to raised bed gardening. We had space to grow flowers for the pollinators, and we planted some fruit trees to add to the already established fruit trees that were on the property planted by the previous owner. And since moving to this home, I continued to learn more homesteading skills like baking bread with yeast and more recently learning how to bake using sourdough starter. I learned how to use flowers and herbs in more creative ways such as making teas and salves. We still wanted to have fresh backyard eggs so in 2017 we started raising quail. Now quail are a great alternative to chickens if you live in an urban setting like we do. We will definitely have a future episode soon about raising backyard quail as I know many people have an interest in learning more about this topic. So in a nutshell, our urban homestead, which is in Southern California, 
USDA Plant Hardiness Zone 10B includes a vegetable, flower, and rose garden, a small fruit orchard, and quail for fresh eggs. On our homestead, we enjoy cooking, baking, fishing, using different forms of food preservation, building things, and all types of DIY projects. We try to live sustainably and are aiming to be semi-self-sufficient. And when I say we, I am referring to myself and my husband, Chris, who is the behind-the-scenes guy, the guy that builds the quail condos and raised garden beds, the guy who runs the website for this podcast, the guy who is my partner in crime. So, the homesteaders that we are today have grown and changed a lot since 2008 with our tiny little garden. One contributing factor to this change in recent years has been the ability to connect with other homesteaders through social media. The sharing of ideas, swapping of seeds and stories, and learning best practices from others through this community has been amazing. We hope to continue that through this podcast by sharing, chatting, and learning together. Future podcast episodes will cover a variety of topics related to homesteading, such as gardening, keeping chickens and quail and other farm animals, food preservation techniques, DIY projects, baking and cooking, and so many other homesteading-related content. The goal here is to explore ways to help us increase our self-sufficiency skills as we also look at how to live more sustainably. We will also be joined by guests who will share their experience, knowledge, and best practices on a variety of topics. So, no matter where you are on your homesteading journey, we hope you will join us by subscribing to or following this podcast. You can visit us at tlcminifarm.com for episode notes and links to more resources. You can connect with us on Instagram at tlcminifarm and message us on Instagram if you have a request for a topic that you would like us to cover in an upcoming episode. Until next time, happy homesteading everyone!